0: Is about. Yo yo, I go by the name of the Almighty Soul Blaze, and y'all tuning in to our Podcast. Word, uh, welcome to the Crush Crushalot Show, where we celebrate and educate our hip hop, all about flow, but on the culture and the things that we know war raps stole beats on the forefront as just blow your mind into the breeze one-on-one turning to cheese the hip-hop scholar dropping knowledge like his degrees voice heard across seas when they building on facts wise words from sir love they bring it on back everything is on wax for the hip-hop leaders crush a lot the first lady introducing kalina break down your favorite bangers only dope permit it Represent the five boroughs where the dope live living. Only the real we give it. Everything else is irrelevant. Crush a lot with hip hop. Live like a settlement. Take it like an ailment. It's food for the soul. Crush a lot. You're tuning in. Now you're all in the zone world. Welcome back. Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy cheese. As always, my right hand man. All the way from the wild island of Brooklyn. Uh Sir, love day. Sir, love day. How are you?
1: I'm great, man. Feeling good. Feeling really good. How you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Um, Winter's been weird because it hasn't been cold enough um, that we're used to, so I'm very happy about that. Shout out to everybody who uh, wanted to give us some, didn't like our list at the end of the year, but didn't show up on Broadway (laughs) and Myrtle the way we asked you to, to get these hands, but you didn't show up. So, you know, it is what it is. So you still listen to the show. uh, So we appreciate that. And we told you that we're going to bring the big dogs. We told you, we told you we're going to bring the big dogs, legends. And we, and anybody who listens to the show, you know that the purpose of this show is to bridge the gaps between generations of hip hop listeners and stop this bullshit division that we're in right now. We have old school cats who deserve the respect that they deserve, that they earned for their, Mm. for creating a path for, for young cats to be there at the same time, we can acknowledge that it's your time to shine And do music in a creative way that's for your generation. But at the same time, you got to respect and do your lessons for you could win. And we could talk about you in 20, 30 years. And one of the people we definitely wanted to have on the show to talk about that, to respect this man's legacy and his longevity. And I really hope Young Cats really really hear the jewels that you're about to get. All the way from the West Coast, legendary MC.
1: Yeah.
0: Honored. Rascast yes. is in the building Rascast, how are you? I'm good, peace, peace, peace Salute. Man, thank you so much for being here We for definitely sure. appreciate it Me and Sir Lily are percolating um, <laughs> And uh, I, have a, I have a wet, damp lap on myself right now <laughs> Because <laughs> I, have, I was raised on this type of music I was raised on Rascast, And I'm an East Coast guy yeah. Let's make it clear Anyone who listens to the show mm-hmm. knows I'm team East Coast I believed in the feud But RazCast was (laughs) always in my CD player and my tapes and then eventually digital and eventually vinyl once I got the money up. Um, So we're excited (laughs) to hear from you. Uh, Sir Love Day, your experience with with RazCast is equally the same. I'm going to pass it to you because I know you're super excited uh, to talk about it. And I'm just going to be the engineer today. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no okay. doubt no doubt uh, well I mean I could say definitely the same thing you know uh, big fan for a long time uh, it's it's one of those things where I've always found myself you know as a fan of hip hop one of the things that really drew me in is you know lyricism we talk a lot about production we talk about emceeing we talk about the business side and all of that but definitely personally one of the things that always pulled me in and catches my ear and makes me interested in artists is how they rap and I remember you know those moments as a as a young you know teenager coming of age, you know I'm I'm for years have been for some reason the guy who's going to his friends and going, what you mean you haven't heard of what what <laughs> why, why don't you have this album what's wrong with you who are you listening to yo this dude right here is way nicer trust me I'm gonna put this <laughs> put you onto this <laughs> you you gonna be mad that you haven't been listening to this already <laughs> so. It, it's that's that's been for me, my you know how glory. it is for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that's man. My, that's my life story. <laughs> that's you know, if coming for
2: New Yorkers and yeah, really smart dudes in college and people in the pen. They were like, this <laughs> "Really, this is a dope
1: rapper." You, y'all sleeping on check this dude
2: out. Yo, it,
1: it's <laughs> it's insane. I think. I had, I've had, i had those, you know, you have those moments One of those things you really like as a hip-hop fan And particularly one who likes lyrics Is you love having those moments when you're listening to a verse And you kind of have to stop and go, wait, what did he just say what I think he just said <laughs> you know and and I've had multiple moments with you with you, you know whether that's the you know i was I was taught two two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights, right's make a left, make a left. <laughs> <laughs> like just a bar after bar there's just always something in there, and in every song there's always at least a couple of moments where you just like. You go, what? God, <laughs> dude, is nasty. Um, so, you know, big salute, you know, definitely a lot of appreciation. We could probably sit here all day and just go over bars that amazed me and just, oh, you know, man. how, how they, they blew me away, how much I was a fan. Um, but I, I want to first ask about, you know, really the origin. Um, because for me, the thing, one of the things that stuck out for me that made me go, I got to pay more attention to this guy was the name Rascast itself. Right. You know, I'm like, what is, is that- what is this name? <laughs> right. <laughs> I right? yeah. don't know what that is. And then when I actually sat down, I was like, I'm going to figure this out. And you look it up and you start going, oh, so that, okay, this guy's, this guy's coming from a different level of intellect. I need to, I need to pay attention here. Um, how did you even get into that? how did you even find that name?
2: Uh, I found a name on a fluke. Mm. Um. I mean, I was already studying and you know learning, getting some knowledge itself. But right, uh, I happened to I I didn't have a rap name and I wanted to rhyme and I was rhyming. I did not have a rap name. Um, you know, mm. this is before people boom by the governments, but my governments so white. I didn't really want to go by my <laughs> government anyway. John Richard Austin the Fourth don't really sound like I mean, it's great applications.
1: Right, application department. Yeah, but, yeah, for real. <laughs> you know,
2: see, see this face and this attitude problem, my God, they like, nah, this thing don't um, <laughs> match up yeah, don't match up, totally, so um, I on a fluke, on some family uh, like, every every, maybe every month my my grandmother, my aunties my, you know, my whole family used to go to it's called, um Shakey's Pizza There's a mm. pizza place, it's a pizza chain Shakey's Okay. Uh, um, it was almost like the precursor to Trucker Cheese, but it wasn't like toys and shit. But whatever, shaky speech. Okay, gotcha. So we, this it was February, obviously, and they it was Black History, and they were celebrating a poster, and I randomly started reading a lot. There was Shaka Zulu on there. It was a gang of people. Mm-hmm. This one dude, I had, I was like, who is this dude? His name was Roscos. <laughs> and then I kept reading, you know, him and the Second, they award for control of Ethiopia. Show her, mm-hmm. da 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 da, and it said. John Ford, like in Roman numerals. I'm like, it's <laughs> random and I like to swing on the name and then I just investigated, dude. I, from there, I was like, that's me. And I knew it was like Rastafarian. So it was mm-hmm. Rastafarian. But right. I'm from I'm an L.A. dude, so I was like, well, I'm not a Rastafarian. I'm from L.A. We talked with a twang, so I twanged right. it out and just became Rastafarian. Because we would say Rastcast.
1: Yeah, and, uh, that,
2: That's how it went. And I just... But- it's and I oh. look like a rat. that's the hilarious part. I'm like,
1: okay,
2: you know, my homeboy Curtis that's on Fastworks, He's like, when I first told him, like, yeah, I'm Cats. I don't be Cats. He's like, yeah, you look like a rat and a cat. I was like, I'm not rat cat. So when he rasses me, he'd be like, rat cat.
1: <laughs> I look like a rat cat too,
2: so I get it. It worked out well for me.
1: Yeah, uh, that is amazing. That's, that's just the way that things just come together like that, mm-hmm. just out of the blue, just having to be in that piece of place. Man, it was written. It was already yeah. yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, just just that part alone was is one of those things that really makes you stand out, you know, and then when you actually start to listen and you hear all of this knowledge, you hear, oh, this is clearly an educated brother. This is clearly someone who has knowledge of self. This is clearly someone who's not afraid to demonstrate it. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a not a closet knowledge. You know, right. but on 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 when they're performing, they're just popping bottles, and it's all about you know the good stuff. But right. actually, no, I'm gonna be clear. This is what right. I'm about. I,
2: I enjoy being. You know, I, I always felt like, and I get it. I get. I'm never mad because I've met MCs and people in this business, and I walk away and tell people like that dude is way smarter than his music would suggest.
1: Right, and I right, right, I respect that. I totally respect yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. My my
2: whole thing was like, I don't want to be a spook that sat next to the door. I kind of want to let you know, this. <laughs> I'm here, nigga. Like this yeah. is we we out here and we feel this way, and, and 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 I'm not I'm not you know you think about um the the lady that played you know Gone with the Wind, the black actress lady, you know, oh, and, yeah. you know these people were educated. And smart, mm-hmm. and, they, and, and they, they got them shining shoes and being, you know, I'm like, fuck that. Very true. You know, I chose my role. And I, you know, whether, you know, win, lose, or draw, or, you know, superstar or not, I didn't want to, I didn't want to sell people, oh, I'm the best, I'm, you know, I'm crip walking all down the street, or I'm mm-hmm. the player guy. Like, niggas have pick one facet, and the smart is never really the facet for us. We always right. play in all these other roles aside, besides smart.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All the other and things I, I think it. this
2: is a bad thing to show your people. Like I always was like, you know, I I, I want to be able to show my mother and demonstrate to my grandmother. You know, when I'm you know showing her rock him or Karis one like that was dope to me. I don't want to no disrespect right. everybody else. I I'm a regular LA dude. Regular, you know, we all black men and some niggas up in there. I got a little nigga <laughs> in me. I like doing some ignorant <laughs> ass shit. Yeah. But you know, it's just that balance that I wanted to. I wanted to be. That was kind of. What I was looking for myself, so as mm-hmm. I was gaining this information, I felt like, you know, my, my grandmother always was, she said, if you want to hide something for a nigga, put it in a book. And that shit was funny. I've heard it since then, but she the first yeah. one I ever heard say it. It's mm-hmm. kind of true. So I was yeah, like, yeah. let me read it in the book and then say it so the niggas can get it. So <laughs> right. I'll get it out the book and I'll wrap it, was kind of right. my life.
1: <laughs> and that's the perfect way to do it because there's so much information that, you know, you bring across that for a lot of us, it was the first time hearing some of this stuff or first time hearing it from that perspective. Right. You know, right. like for me, hearing, a, I think it was Diary of or Interview with a Vampire. Right. It was right. like, for me, it was like, oh, this a OK. I haven't really thought of this sort of take on, you know, just divinity and, and right. humanity and that relationship between the two. You know, you grow up, you know, a lot of our black homes, you know, we Christian homes, a lot of us. Right. And we get, you know, certain images of what that means thrown right. at us. Right. And then here's, you know what, <laughs> you don't got to accept that. Right. You know, let's look at it differently. And that was really one of the great things. Um, But speaking on that, that sort of direction of, you know, trying to balance and bring the image, you know, or mm-hmm. bring that idea. Were you at the time uh even concerned at all with you know the whole industry you know boxing of artists and and getting stuck into a category and and them kind of look at you as oh this is just this guy he's just this conscious rapper were you scared of getting that nah
2: because the people that i had a demo and would have had a record deal beforehand even younger Mm -hmm. and so my record deal eventually i introduced far side to my manager, Paul Stewart, and mm. I was initially... Then I went to jail because I was a fuck-up, but <laughs> that was my deal. So I would have came out when Far I came out. That was really oh, wow. my situation. It was mm. offered to me. And then I introduced them. They'll tell you that. It's, you know, it's, you know not shit. Was, you know, it was meant yeah. to be. And like, I, They was meant to ask me because we already knew each other. And, like, dude, we trying to get signed? I was like, well, it's a gang of industry niggas, and, and, you know, and, you know we happened to be at the Gavin in Oakland in Frisco and I brought them up and they did your mama with no beat and whatever. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and then the story moves on, but everybody, I mean, I was doing, you know, I, I was doing Build and destroy. I was already making them records. My first demo was already, mm-hmm. I was, I knew who I was already. Like they call it, you know, having knowledge of self or they call it uh, self-actualization. Right. Those are all the same difference. Um, I kind of figured out who I was pretty early. I self-actualized early. Mm. So I knew what my spiel was. And, I, and and the funny thing is, I was very well-received in my neighborhood. I grew up in Watts. So I didn't have... I wasn't really concerned with no rap niggas. I, and, and then the niggas that gave me an opportunity, it, Battle Cat put me on. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So I'm with gangster niggas and doing gangster shit with the homies and, and having to catch... My mama would literally drop me off in their neighborhood, and just to give you a a general idea of the distance, right? You know, I'm 14 and 15, and my mama's drop like a kid. My mama's dropping me off. They live in Sixties, Rolling Sixties, so that's Sixtieth Street. I lived on 215th.
1: <laughs>
2: mm. So my mama would drop me and burn mm-hmm. off, and then we had to catch the bus through of neighborhoods just to get back home. Right. So I was already being who I was, and I knew who I was, and and, and for cat to you know older dude, you know, and you know fucking politically big in L.A., and then right. my homie Wino, politically big in the streets, you know, a gang leader, everything like those my big homies to this day, and they invested, their time, energy, they believe into me and when i was fucking up and in juvenile hall and cya niggas like we got opportunities and we going to bring you in because we believe in you so for me mm-hmm. I, I i was i was quite aware of people being boxed in but i was blessed to have dope homies g niggas that 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 were doing the music shit also and never took advantage of that and, and, and really just tried to refine me and help me become the man that that, that they saw I could be. So I'm thankful for that. Um, yeah, yeah I, I wasn't worried about this industry. And at the end of the day, you know, like, I look at indie artists and I always say, like, what do you want out of this? If you want a billion dollars, I'm not mad at you. I don't need a billion dollars. I'm, really, I'm right. really looking for five million liquid. So I'm going to get what I fucking deserve.
1: Right.
2: Um, and I'm going to yeah. work my ass off for it. But I don't need... You know, I asked him. I asked a rich nigga one time. You know, he shall remain nameless. But I asked him. <laughs> he was a football nigga. But I asked him, "What's the difference between twenty million and twenty-two million? Like for real, what's really the difference, bro? Mm.
1: You're
2: mm. making twenty million dollars a year. So if you, the twenty-two is you fucking over your homies and taking over some opportunities and being greedy. That's all mm. it is, my G. Because if you got twenty, you don't need the twenty-two. So you a bitch ass nigga. Is the point that I was making?
0: Like, right, you're a right,
2: bitch, my nigga. You fucking niggas over. What's the, Not handouts, but when you like being super stingy and fucking your people over for a couple more dollars, it's really about the power at that point. You a faggot. You a bitch. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I'm not defined. Money don't make me. I make money. And I'm going to get the money I want if I got to work extra hard because my path is to be a real nigga. At least I can go to sleep at night. Half right. these niggas got demons. They got the asshole toe out. They done sucked on a dick. They
1: done <laughs> fucked their friend over. And I'm cool.
2: I get to go to sleep at night as a as a man
1: right yeah and if, that's that key your
2: mind goes a long way you can look at a lot of these niggas man they empty vessels bro they're so gone
1: mm, straight up <laughs> and that's that's a, a huge line in the sand that defines certain artists and you can you mm-hmm. can feel that in the music you can hear it yeah. you can see it in the presence you yeah. know and that's that's definitely one of those things that always you know stuck out and connected me um, to, to you and your work um speaking of the industry uh yeah. we know definitely you've had your share of dealings with the industry and had the yeah. the, the, the fights to try, <laughs> to try and just get basic things done like mm-hmm. yeah. give me my music yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i made that <laughs> so <laughs>
2: give it
1: your name you know with the bar um, on the
2: table like come on, bro <laughs>
1: right <laughs> you know having gone through all of that having gone through those fights over years and having you know do all those things to get your your work uh is there any particular lessons that from that that you would share to up-and-coming artists that you feel yeah, like yeah. they're not being told?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, Wendy Day just posted the same thing we all know. And,
1: and, hmm. and
2: what she wrote was, you know, just because you get a record deal doesn't mean you made it. That's when the work begins. Because that's a whole hmm. new political thing. So I, I And then what I try to share with people is, like, you're trying to get signed, and I've had to spend my 20s trying to get fired.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: Like, that's crazy. They spent more money trying to destroy my life and hold me up than they spent in promoting my music. hmm And so be careful what you wish for. Uh, I say it in the mm-hmm. song, with the fine print, with the large print, give it the fine yeah. print, take it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it, it, you know the, the, the wisdom I would impart on, on younger cats always is, there's a few things. I always say, put your money where your mouth is. It's a lot mm-hmm. of talented people. Why should I buy your shit if you don't invest in your own shit? So it's a lot of spoiled niggas because of this internet shit. Like, I'm a star. I'm hot. My nigga, you know. It's a lot of talented people, but if you don't care about your crap, and, 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 and like, for me, be a fan first. If you don't love this shit, I hate hearing niggas. I'm a hustler and I just, you know what I'm saying? Well, go mm-hmm. somewhere else because you're making this shit whack. Get out of here, my nigga. I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. I'm a hustler. You know, I'm just a hustler. I don't give a fuck about my
1: but Get out of here because some people do. I care, my nigga. So I think, it's a, it, it, you know, that's a chicken shit approach
2: to something. If mm-hmm. you don't love it, don't do it. Go find another job and really sell crack. Get out of here. Sell meth and do that because you're wasting a lot of th- valuable time, space, and energy with that bullshit. Um. So believe in yourself, invest in yourself, get your business together. For me, I was always on the artistic side and I wasn't, you know, I because I was blessed enough initially to have really good homies that did good business. I walked right. into some other situations where motherfuckers didn't have my best interests at heart. And to mm-hmm. undo that was a fucking job. You know what I'm saying?
0: And Absolutely.
2: So that fine print. You know, then you got to go in with guns and you got to do this and you mm. got to spit on executives and, you know, threat, <laughs> volley, and armed, and, 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 like, you know, just a lot of things that, I, you know, <laughs> I, remember, I remember one time, bro, after I spit on this one nigga, this executive and shit <laughs> at the source of I spit on this nigga. Right,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> was like a and ended up at Interscope,
2: it, it, like a major nigga, right?
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, but
2: but but the owner of the company at the time, the party, he was totally wouldn't speak to me. Like I tried mm. to call, you know, food, right? he was looking like mad at me. So <laughs> I'm like, fuck that! I'm going, to, I'll go up and walk into the nigga office. I'm like, <laughs> right, so what are you mad at?
1: <laughs>
2: He's like, you know, there's different ways to handle things. I was like, and we had a really great exchange. So he says, um. You know, there's a way to handle things, Rash. Like, you know, I was like, bro, I tried to call you from the Source Awards and you were busy, about to go on vacation. You didn't give a fuck. Basically what the nigga did was there was award tickets, artist tickets, and then there's other tickets. Everybody's allotted their certain amount. I only yeah. had two. Now, this is mm. an executive, but he's boning his, his. you know, he's got an entourage. He thinks he puffy. So he right, got an right. entourage. He's boning his his assistant and all this shit. He swaps out. He don't do it to Ice Cube. He don't do it to Master P. He takes my tickets and swaps them. And I'm okay. I find out my AR tells me, like, dude, you know what I'm saying? So and so swipe the tickets out. I'm like, I'm not really tripping. I'm not nominated for shit. I'm not presenting nothing. So I don't care if I'm further in the back. I don't give a fuck. When I yeah. get there, they're like, oh no, you the nigga up with the crowd. <laughs> No, that can't work. <laughs>
1: yeah, nah, That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> and then I got
2: to walk through it. I'm like, bro, call them the tickets. Get out of here, bro. You sitting like you the man. Who the fuck mm. is you, G? Give me my goddamn tickets back. And then he, but he don't know it's the homies from 6. I was sitting right in the row before. So when I spit mm. on him, I'm like, get up, you bitch-ass nigga. you a big dude. Like, get up, you faggot. See, you doing faggot shit. You disrespecting me. I don't know what you think it is. Like, I was doing bad shit before this rap shit. So don't get me right. fucked up. Just because I don't put on a khaki suit don't mean I won't tear fire out your ass, my G.
1: <laughs> right. I
2: got a reputation before rap, my guy. So stop playing with me. And I'm short. So that means I got a fucking little man's complex too.
1: <laughs> got that chip on the shoulder. Yeah, I got
2: a chip on my shoulder. Oh, I got something to do, cool, my G. So you want to be the one? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, but long story short, that's so I'm, I'm I was, and I tried to call and do it the white man's way. The white man's right. pussy about it. So when I did it the nigga way, now he mad at me. And I remember I sat yeah. in the office and I said, you know, I called you and you was pussy. You, I'm going on vacation. We'll try to sort it out. No, no, none of that. But gee, it had to get sorted out right then and there. I bet you won't mm-hmm. take my tickets again.
1: <laughs> I right. bet you that won't happen. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed.
2: He, don't, he got the fuck up and left. Yeah, nigga, I had mm-hmm. the whole row after that. Get your ass out of here, you faggot. Get out of mm-hmm. here. And now you <laughs> faggot white boy. Now you want to sit there and try to defend him. Fuck you too.
1: <laughs> Somebody tried and, to jump in?
2: No, he, the boss, because he Oh, his
1: boy. Oh, board. okay. Later oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah.
2: He's got an attitude with me because I created disturbance. I'm like, <laughs> like, fuck you. And then, I, then we sat there and we had this very, very civil conversation. I said, you know what? And the ironic part is I went in there with my AR. My AR came in and I'm sitting there because it was first it was just me and the owner of my company. And I said, well, you know, Trench went to Def Jam and emptied out a bag of snakes and rats. He's like, but Tretch sells a lot of records. (laughs) And that's the one thing that stands out about us. I was like, well, you know, if you promoted me, right, I probably sell a lot of records too. But (laughs) that doesn't change the fact that Tretch threw a bag of snakes and rats because he was dealing with snakes and rats. And I had to spit on that bitch ass nigga because he tried to spit on me, basically.
1: Right. And you didn't want to deal
2: with it, so I dealt with it. And so I always was going through that, like, Rock Water yeah, yeah. would call me because Rock Rock had a distribution deal at Priority too. So he used to, mm-hmm. as a joke. He'd be like, oh Priority's bad guy." Because he'd be like, "They always say you're the crazy
1: one. You're like you're a good
2: <laughs> dude, right? so I'm like, "I know." They just think it's sweet, so I'll be having that crazy with
1: them. But <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: you know? my advice would be handle your business. And as an artist, you can't be both. I had to wear all the hats, so you gotta have a team. You gotta have dope management. You know what I'm understand you have, a, have to have a dope lawyer. And and and, and it's really those things. I think those are, you know, if you got your music together, if you're producing your own shit or you got your producer or whatever, that you better have some representation on both sides. Your lawyer and then your lawyer's your liar and then your <laughs> manager or whatever that person is is going to be able to have conversations because until you're Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're not going to yeah. tell you the truth as an artist. They're going to blow smoke up your ass and t- talk shit about you as soon as you turn your back. So you need <laughs> somebody that can buffer jay-z had Dane. that was the whole thing you need a good cop bad cop mm-hmm. the artist can't be both until you sell a shitload of records then you can be any kind of copy
1: <laughs> right.
2: So, right so that's that's the whole thing because then you're the mogul and they're gonna say whatever they're gonna do whatever the fuck you tell them to do anyway you know right. jackson and madonna can tell them eat my dick and you know <laughs> with pita bread on it and then they're like yeah, yeah i love the pita bread so, you know, but you got to move the units first. And a lot of niggas <laughs> self proclaimed stars before they move the units.
1: Right, right, <laughs> so, right. Absolutely. You know, once again,
2: no, that's my small advice. Believe in yourself. Nobody mm. owes you shit. And get a team. And love right. what you're doing. Love what you're doing. If not, you know, this shit looks a lot easier than it really is. And that's why it's a lot of niggas that fall by the wayside. Because they mm. think it's easy. And this shit ain't easy. All they see is the video and the bottles and the bitches. And I understand most of that time to get to that position was a lot of studio time and a lot of headaches, a lot of business shit that had to right. get put together to, to, you know, it's just like a bike without the chain, without the wheels, without the handlebars, without the seat. You can't really get where you're going.
1: Mm-hmm. You got to
2: build the whole thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's, that's amazing. And that's a great lesson hopefully people are listening and catching that and receiving Like yeah, there's ways to prevent having to be in a position where you gotta spit on somebody. Right, you gotta get in somebody's face to get your stuff straight. Management,
2: obviously.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, well, before we before we wrap it up, uh, it's been a great conversation, definitely. But I do want to touch a little bit on you know from your perspective as you know as a fan of hip hop, you know, Mm -hmm. you right now. There's anything in particular, any artists you feel like are amazing that you want to just shout out that you've been listening to.
2: Uh, you know what, man? I'm 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 a fan and, and of music overall, and I never. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's always unfair because there's nobody that stands out more than anybody else to me. It's just mm-hmm. songs that sometimes become my soundtrack for a month, right? Or, right. You know, but it, you know, it's so much. Sometimes I rediscover shit. Um. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was just having this conversation with Everlast. Was it Everlast? I was talking to somebody anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like, dude, it's been like 2018. But honestly, since like 2016, there's so much dope shit. I'm behind schedule because I, I can't hear it all because I'm still dealing with my life and having to right. handle my shit. But niggas been making dope music. Like, I still ain't even heard Master Ace and, and what you call him shit. I just heard one song. Yeah. Mm. So, and, and niggas, you know, and it's just a gang of niggas making dope shit. Young niggas Absolutely. making some fire shit. So, I wouldn't shout no one person out, but shouts out to the people that's like bringing their a game to this shit because it's motivation. And and I always look forward to like discovering like I, I got albums I've cop that I just haven't had the chance to give you know because I got to handle my shit first. Then yeah. I can, you know I can hear. But it's, it's just been great. Like niggas complaining about the state of hip hop. I really feel like niggas been doing their stuff the past couple of years. And you know my goal is to make my impact too. But I don't never want to take away. I don't I don't have to take away from other niggas to feel like what I'm doing is worthwhile too. So salute to all of them niggas, man. Salute to everybody making dope shit.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: uh, Raz, uh, one of the things uh, before we wrap up, Mm -hmm. um, one, thank you for being highly entertaining. Um, (laughs) uh, I think this is easily the best episode. My natural state, bro. for sure. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to smoke a blunt right now real bad uh, And I don't smoke whatsoever um, <laughs> Saying that um, One of my favorite projects that you release Is one that you released recently With Apollo Brown um, Especially that track um, How to Kill God Is just, just, Amazing. just yeah. impeccable um, How Thank did you. that project came to be How, Because how, Apollo Brown Is compared to Your longer career Apollo Brown's no spring right. chicken himself, but he's he's newer, you know, than, than yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ha- and I was, like, intrigued by, like, ooh, here's Apollo Brown, someone that I follow, the, you know, adamantly, and he's rat This shouldn't happen. This is not allowed, <laughs> according to some <laughs> hip-hop purists. How dare this collaboration happen? Um, how did that project come to be? Because uh, it's one of my favorites in the last five, six years. Thank you, brother. Um, Really
2: simply, um, you know, I was already following Apollo Brown. Didn't know him. We had mutual homies, but I didn't know him like that. I don't even think, I don't, I don't, I didn't even matter. And a nigga called me one day, like, text me and shit, I think. Like, text me, yeah. me which is like, it's Apollo Brown. I'm like, I thought he was going to say, like, hey, you want to do a song or some shit? I'm like, yeah, you know, so I was already prepared. He had me at the text, like, he had me at hot. So, nigga texted mm-hmm. it and shit, and he's like, yo, you know, um, I don't know if you're familiar, my name is Paula Brown. I was like, I don't know who you are, my nigga was goody. And then he's like, yo, would you be interested in I'm taking a song? He's like, You want to do a project? And I've never done a one producer project. Right. I've actually turned it down before. A few times. Mm. You know, I've probably pissed off some people, but I always felt like, well, my because my ear is kind of weird and I like a lot of different things and what I'm trying to showcase sonically and verbally, I need different kinds of sonics to for that scene in the movie, so I've usually passed it up, and mm-hmm. uh, he hit me at the right time. I'm so glad that I was ready to receive that. And then, um, I said, Yeah, um, uh, he's like, Really? I'm like, Yeah, man, let's do it. And uh, then he sent me three joints, man. And normally, I'm gonna pick one, maybe, or something. I need to tell him I just ended up Gunning three And I like Wrote them and recorded him. I'm like Yo this shit sounds dope. Was Like yo this shit Kind of dope I'm like "Yeah, this shit Kind of dope So I waited like a week I didn't actually I write kind of fast Sometimes so I wrote like The first three I picked all three I waited a week or two Then hit the nigga back Like Yeah you know what I'm saying Send me a couple more Let me just see what's good.
1: <laughs> he said three And I
2: liked the three two, And I'm gunning him I was like Then I was drunk Cause I was like Okay we got some here Then I called him I, I got drunk, and I was like, look, this shit's called How to Kill God. Da He's like, I'm like, I lied to you. I already fucking re- wrote and recorded fucking five of them, bro. I'm going to send these shits to you now. He's like, fuck it, I'm flying out. <laughs> and then we just did the rest of the album in like a week. So it was awesome. It was like easy peasy. It was natural. And uh, yeah, he's a super talented dude, very focused, you know. Um, the nigga didn't even get a hotel, man. The nigga just came to the crib. It was, he was just, just a real genuine dude. So it was really, you know, that... It, it was him. He reached out, kept it one hundred. I kept it one hundred back, and we just we did what we
0: did, man. Shout out Apollo Dump. Brown. Yes, he, sir. He he don't get enough love, and I think he should. He's one of the best. Consistent consistency is yes, so important. Is. That's one of the words I think about when I think about you. Consistency. Um, mm-hmm. in my option. I'm I'm not a producer. I don't write. I'm just a, a fan who stumbled onto this podcast game and happened to. To book Rask by accident (laughs) You know so shout out to Jerry for making That happen I'm I'm, I'm thankful I'm very thankful for These opportunities as a long time Fan Um, I think it's important To know that when people come In the game you have uh, all these aspirations To make all these millions and things like that Great go for it we want you to win Um, But also keep in mind that, that It's a small time frame where You can really make that amount of money Before music changes in terms Uh of the generation, and then you have to learn how to adapt to it before you become Mm. irrelevant. So, Always going into a mainstream kind of style. That's fine. It will get you quick money. But it, does it establish your fan base that's going to really give you the long-term money? Um, it may not right. be in the millions, or may not, but it's going to be enough where you could just make music for the rest of your life and, and take care of your royalties, whatever that is. Right. I think there's something to say about that, and especially how your approach to it and learning the things you've learned through the game. You're here you're still here and making high Mm -hmm. quality stuff. And people need to study that. That's our point. Study that. Yeah, yeah. study it. And and, and
2: for me, my logic was, you know, once again, the classic rock indie bands, they don't have to have the form sold out. Nigga, do your 300 people venues all around and tour. And you still pulling in four or 500,000, you know, whatever a year. So I don't need to do all that extra shit. Like, everybody ain't gonna be Lil Wayne and Drake. And I don't Mm -hmm. really want to. Honestly, don't. I never wanted to. I never even wanted to be the headliner, bro. I wanna be the nigga right before the headliner. That means my bag is good. (laughs) Right. And the pressure ain't on me. Mm. Because if I kill him, people gonna be like, yo, that other nigga, though, right before him was really dope. So good, keep me right there I don't give a fuck about all that overstar shit That's niggas with little dicks bro That need to be all up. And, uh, if, you're,
0: <laughs> if, you, if you're the act before the main event You have a lot of less people to spit at And that's, exactly. that's Keeps keep <laughs> you yeah, out yeah. of trouble
2: <laughs> Yeah, keeps me out of trouble And, and, and I was gonna also say uh, You know, just to, to add on to what you were talking about I was just with an artist last night Pretty chick She's like, I love Cardi B And then she started saying her shit and I was like, well, you know, there is a Cardi B already. And by the time you come out, it'll have changed. So, you you know, if you don't want to be the first you and you keep trying to be the second somebody else, there's a whole bunch of other people trying to be the second somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you're
2: not getting signed tomorrow, that by the time you perfect your Cardi B, it'll be something else.
1: Yeah. And, <laughs>
2: and and there'll be seven other people that came out doing a Cardi B already. And 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 people don't understand that they... They're
1: too busy trying to, you know, trying to
2: be something that they're not. I mean, emulate the things. You know, I've, I've always, you know, believed in taking the strengths and weaknesses of the artists that I like. I analyze them and study them. But you know, that was to fortify myself. I want to be the best me, not be the next other nigga.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So much, so, so much, such a in. difference in the mind state, you know. And that's in, that's the so key much. difference right there. You got to look at it from the from that angle and understand that it is an industry that moves and you need to not focus on trying to chase that wave or chase yeah. that movement. You need to be exactly who you are because that's the only way you're going to succeed. They, yeah. they can't beat you at that, but they could beat you at imitating the wave. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. for sure. Crush
0: a lot podcast. We appreciate everyone who's been checking out the show. If you're new to the show, thank you so much. Uh, shout out to Apollo Brown and, uh, big thank you to uh, Razcast for taking the time to yes, to, to politic with fans of hands and, and hopefully we could uh, continue to grow the community and strengthen it for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes, hip-hop. Let's remember it, hip-hop came from poverty and let's not eat that money and forget where we came from. Um, that's right. so important and we want you to win. So don't take it that we're lecturing nobody. We want you to win. Yes. We want you to win, but in order to win, you still got to study the playbook and you got to yes, put in and pay respects to the legend Rascast. We hold you in high regards. Your time is appreciated. Absolutely. Check us out. Question a Lot podcast on all social media. Question a Lot cheese. If you want to talk to me, uh, sir, love day everywhere. Razcast everywhere. Do us a favor. If you have Spotify, if you have Apple music and you already have those streaming services, it's not going to hurt to just go to Rascast. And 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 check it, and check out the music if you're first time listeners. Go go to Solenizer uh, Resonation, and all those albums are fantastic. Um, the Apollo Brown one is my personal favorite. Check, <laughs> it, check that out. And any opportunities you could to give money to a show, f- buy physicals. Let's let's do that. Let's preserve that. Cause remember, streaming is just there. As soon as they shut that shit down eventually when the new form of consuming right. music comes around, it is gone. And you're not gonna have no physicals. And we want you to own that shit, treasure that shit. Rascast your time's appreciated. Sir Love Day. As always, yes. remember lambskins are not condoms. Peace. Peace.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. That> <laughs> big, big love. Thank you. Appreciate it, man.